The following podcast is intended for audiences aged 21 and over. Dion, I'm worried. You're always worried. Always. I think this may or may not be, this concern may or may not be more well-founded than um, my previous, well, than than a section of my previous concerns. It sits somewhere in the upper 51%, I believe, in terms of actual, uh, actually warranting concern if that makes sense. Um, did, did you want to hear about my concern? or was Do I have a choice at this point? we got 50 well, minutes to burn through. Uh, <laughs> that's, one, that's one way to look at your show. <laughs> we got 50 to burn through, let them roll. No, so, so my concern is, Dion, and I don't want to turn, this is not a, uh, this is not a political show. This is not a, a, any kind of a meaningful no, show. No, no, we all. won't let it be. But no, we won't let it be. But I do have concerns as to the economy, and let let, let me let me let me say I'm I'm going to say this the I'm going to say this thusly thus thisly. Um, I've noticed I've been, I've been around a little, you know. I, I'm I'm not a spring chicken. What am I? I'm like a late summer chicken, you know. And I've I'm I've been in the market or have been recently. It's uh, you know I'm out of the market now, but I was in the market for a new bed. Okay, and um, do you know what the rage is in sleeping right now as far as furniture? Dion, water beds. Water beds are the hot ticket. No, I believe that's not true, unless this podcast is being recorded in 1974. No, Japanese sleeping mats. It's basically a futon, but thinner. Right. And you could fold it up, and it's on the floor. Sometimes yeah, it's a, gl- it's a glorified mat. yoga mat is what it yes, is. Yes, yes, it's like an upholstered yoga mat. Mm-hmm. Right. That's all the rage, Okay. Um, kind of was at the furniture store, you know, doing the bed thing. And I, I, I caught wind of that, you know, once you're plugged into that marketplace. And also something interesting I saw, Turkish sofas. Turkish, Turkish, why do I have trouble saying that? Turkish, Turkish sofas. Turkish. It's the transition between the words. Yeah, it's, the word. a, it's a weird hit. Turkish sofa. They shouldn't name it that. Somebody should have stopped that from happening. But um, and I don't know if you know what a Turkish sofa is, but it's essentially like a mattress on the floor with bolster pillows. I'm having a huge deja vu thing. Did we talk about this once before, or is this the first time we talked about it? I believe this is the first time we talked oh, about huge it. Huge deja vu. That's the weirdest really? thing right there. Wow! Yeah. No, I don't know if we talked about it. The whole the whole thing about the pronunciation saying Turkish sofa, 
and oh, and then and then right when you said that somebody, what did you say? Somebody shouldn't have named it that. Yeah. Or, yeah, that's right when it just dropped on me like a bomb. Really? Like, Whoa, I have been Dang, right here in this exact position before. Wow. Well, I'll tell you, what, you don't have to worry about your economic value because if you're doing French stuff, you, I mean, that's that's pricey. So good on you. But, but why it goes economic with me, why it goes to economics with me, is these there's people out there that are essentially sleeping on the floor and sitting on the floor. And they're called... They're called the homeless and hobos and bums. I don't think people do that unless they have to. Do you right. understand what I'm saying? And then once they're in a situation where they have to, they try to spin it cool. Like I'm not sitting Indians. To, oh, could you say Indians? I'm not saying criss. I'm not sitting crisscross applesauce. I'm not sitting on my floor in my living room. I'm choosing to because I want to feel connection to my Turkish roots. Uh, it, you know, this is super trendy. I, I'm, I'm not a loser sleeping on the floor. I'm experiencing what the Japanese heritage has in store for me. You know, they're spinning their, their unfortunate circumstances to, like, uh, to, to be more palatable. Does does this make sense? Does this scan at all? Because yeah. nobody is going to sleep on a floor unless they freaking have to. We walked in the room. She told me to sit anywhere. Then I looked around and noticed there wasn't a chair. <laughs> I made you spit your coffee up right there. See, that's that's Norwegian wood, right? I mean, you went through. We all went through a period of time where people like, oh, throw pillows, Donovan. Uh, let's sit on the ground and you know be, be connected with Earth and and get some pillows and a nice rug and then we can all lay on our sides like Romans and 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 just eat. Right, and I'll put grapes in your mouth. Yeah, but, I'll drop them in. But but really, what precipitates it is we're not doing that great maybe they're not doing that great so, and nobody just wants to wallow in not doing that great so they're going to spin it it's human nature well, it, I, it, it seems like a level down like you said from futon right it, it, it very much is it's not like I can't afford a bed it's like I want to I want to be hip and trendy it's like so so I went to the, I, I, I shop at Winco we know this. I talk so about I. it a weird amount. I'm not sure why it continually comes up. But I shopped uh, about a week ago. I shopped at a grocery outlet. Do you have those? Yeah. Okay. Really weird vibe in there. I don't know about yours. No. Ours is, ours is weird. They have the weird. Like, I always look at one of the things I look at is a wine selection, and they have the weirdest wines. It's, like, it's, it's basically hobo wines. It's wino wines. Yeah. You know, anyway, um, we went in there, me and my special lady friend, and we were in there and it's obviously a place you shop if you can't afford to shop at Winco. It, 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 it's like, it's like, it's like the dented can spot, but it's like the cans are dented, but it's also stuff you've never heard of. It, it, it's like weird stuff. It's like yeah. off kilter stuff. And it became like a quasi cool place to shop. They call it gross out, you know, grocery outlet. It's kind of like a cool place to shop. But the bottom line is just like with the Turkish sofa, 
and with the, the, the Japanese sleeping mattress, nobody's going there unless they have to. And well, okay, right. Cool. So I, see, I don't necessarily see it as spinning it cool because we don't lack, we don't want for space for the most part in the United States unless you're like in the, the city, you know, a city, a big city, city, like or, say or New York. New York. You, I mean, you even L.A., you're not really worried about space. Yeah, not really. But on a street. No, but know? like in, in, in Japan, you know, Tokyo, uh, it's, well, it's, it's a very, very dense population. And, you know, space is limited. So what the only region, the only reason that I can imagine the uh, Japanese, what is it, the Japanese mattress? There's laying a name mattress. for it, and, and, and please forgive me, those listening at home. Uh, I'm not trying to be... Uh, I'm not trying to be anything other than I can't remember the name of it. There's an actual okay, yeah. So, anyways, Japanese that's fine. So, yeah, it's a, it, like the Japanese floor mattress. So, the the only reason why I can see it, it, it could be for functionality purposes, for efficiency. So, if you don't have one of those walls that or those beds that fold up into the wall, I can't remember what the names of Murphy those beds. bed. I love Murphy those. bed. Okay, so I if you don't have one of Murphy those. Bed. I always wanted a Murphy bed. And you don't have enough room for, like, say, a twin or a full or a king, a queen. Sure. Maybe this is your best option because you could fold it up and then you could put it away in a closet. Precisely. Then you can then and you then, can and, feature and, your and, furniture and then, in there. Right. You 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 roll that. Uh, you roll it up. You put it in a closet or yeah. out on your, like a lot of people, and I looked into this because it is interesting. I'm just not going there. Um, a, a lot of people air them out. Like they put them over like their fire escape or they hang them up like somewhere outside. So well, see, there you go. And and they get it out of the way. And then what you do is you, you bring in your floor table and you put right. it right where your floor bed was and you're living in like a 30 square foot apartment. In, in 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 downtown Tokyo, why not and sleep on cool. top? Why not put the bed on top of the table, and then when you're done, just take the bed off and and boom, your table is right there. I'll tell you what I'm doing. If I ever have to live in downtown Tokyo, and and God help you if you do, I think you're too big to live there. I wouldn't do it. Okay, uh, but I'd I, love to go. I, I I would love to go and walk the streets and eat street food, but I mean, oh, yeah. Would, I, if you, you told me to move there, it would probably be one of the last places I, I could probably and, move. Anyway. Just because I'm twice as tall as the uh, average. Uh, yeah, I, like, like again, I don't want to make you self-conscious, but you're aware of your height, and and I just can't. It, I'm it would six, be six. almost comedic. It would be almost comedic. You don't want that. But it, but if I had to live in downtown Tokyo in like a 30 square foot apartment, I would just put. Japanese floor mats. Although, when you're in Japan, do they call them Japanese floor mats, or are they just floor mats? I don't know. I've never been. Would like to go, but... Oh, that's right. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know. Because, like, in, is it Swiss cheese when you're there, or is it just cheese? This is a really good subject for Matt Booth. Is he a Japanese he, he would, guy? No. I, I, like, Japan is his second home. Uh, you see... Anyway, let me, let me just... What I would do, wall-to-wall Japanese floor mats... I would just I would just flop everywhere. It, what, it, like it doesn't matter. Life has no meaning, and I'm just laying around all day long in various forms of repose. And um, I'm on my belly typing on my computer, cool. doing my blogging. I'm on my back reading a book. It's I'm essentially just, a padded I'm, cell at that I'm, point. Is that my allure to it? Wow, I didn't realize that. That's a window into my soul, huh? 
Anyway, so so Matt Booth, I knew I, I thought he was a Spokane guy. He's a Spokane guy, but I mean, you know, a lot of the imagery and things that he uh, does and uses in his life are very, very influenced by uh, Japanese uh, I culture. Say, and, and I don't know how large at this point our actual cigar um, audience is. So uh, Matt Booth, cigar guy. Room 101 Cigars. Right, right. Not a sponsor of the show, but Not a good friend. Not a sponsor friend. of the show, but by all accounts, a cool guy. He is a I good guy. I haven't had the pleasure. But, yeah, uh, maybe we could talk more about that. Because, uh, yeah, I, I seem to remember uh, uh, Japanese or Asian influence on his tats. His yeah, his, guy's a laugh riot. Total laugh riot. Skin tats. Very talented. Very talented skin individual. Tats? Yeah, uh, uh, gin, jewelry. Yeah, his gin jewelry. His jewelry is awesome. You know, Guy Fieri wears his his jewelry. And Guy Fieri is a bastion of uh, fashion. Oh yeah, he's like seventy years old and still has frosted tips for hair. Dude, I mean, once you got him, you live there. Every guy hits that yeah. phase. Like you hit a certain age, and you just—I think we talked about that. You hit a certain age, and you don't evolve past it. Like you, you're just—that's your wardrobe for the rest yeah. of your life. And his, unfortunately, evolved. Yeah, that's his signature. He's like frosted tips. Yeah, he's like uh, he's like uh, Liberace of the uh, of the food world. Right, except for some subtle. Maybe not as flamboyant. <sighs> Maybe not as festive as Liberace, but still, I mean, he definitely festive. commands a presence. He dresses. Uh, in a way that uh, brings attention to him, right. and it's not and in a, a knock. Way he doesn't like. It's not a knock. About that, he actually supposedly doesn't even like that stupid flame shirt that he. Those, that well, he that wears. yo, okay, so fine. He doesn't like the flame shirt, but he's got a hundred other shirts that are nearly just like it. It's almost vulgar. It's it's his look. It's his shtick. It's his thing. Um, Another great guy. Not going to knock all accounts. Guy 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 Fieri. Yeah, we talked about that. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so yeah, I don't think I'm going to Japan anytime soon. But I, I just, I, I, I've noticed that like there's a thing people do where they, they are forced to live in a way they don't necessarily want to live, so they become all about this alternative to that. I bet you, Dion, these these people sleeping on Japanese floor mats. In Spokane, Washington, if I was to buy them a bed, they'd be all over it. They they wouldn't turn down a memory foam mattress by saying no thanks. I really like sleeping on my floor futon. Well, again, look, okay, so they they say you're living like you said in a thirty square foot apartment or well, flat or whatever. Not, that's not in Spokane. That's no, 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 no. It's not in Spokane. Not, but, you know. you know, like, say, in Japan, New York, or whatever, your, your, your life is not your dwelling. Your life is actually in the city. It's, it's everything that's going on about it. It's the restaurants. Yeah, it's you, the art you, museum. Your apartment is a box you sleep in. Right. It, yeah, it's merely a place that you go to sleep, and everything else that happens outside of that apartment is your life. Especially now, like uh, like one of the issues I had when I was living in smaller apartments is I had a bunch of books and I never knew what to do with them. Now I don't even I like if I had to live like that now I wouldn't even have to worry about where I'm going to put my books. I have like a Kindle. Let me ask you about books, okay? 
Okay. Yeah. So this is this is a this is a this is a, a situation that I have that I've always had for years. I read I've read read books. I, you know, I go through periods where I I read a ton, and then when I'm done, I put them on a shelf. I don't necessarily catalog them, but they stay on the shelf. I know that I am not going to ever go back and read that book, but it's almost so, so like I catalog it. It's almost like a pin on a map. It's a road map where I've been maybe so somebody comes over, oh, I see you're into Raymond Carver. Oh, I see you've read <laughs> blah, blah, blah. You know, so it's like, am I really keeping those books there for other people to notice how um, well read and how well read I am? Or am I keeping them there because I'm a hoarder or I'm, I'm a pack rat? Because I know that I won't go back to those books. Right? Are you a hoarder or a pack rat in any other aspect of your no, life? No, no. If I have something longer than six months, if I have something longer than this is from me, this is my wife is a completely different animal. Mm. But if I have something longer than six months that I don't use, I will give it away or throw it away. Well, first off, I'll give you my address, and if it's something cool, think of sending it my way instead of just throwing it up. But um, the the other thing is, I don't think it sounds like you're hoarding books. I think it, it, you pay for these books, right? Yeah. I think like you own them. They're things that you own, so you want them around you. That's like other than being a box to sleep in, your place of residence is a, yeah. like what Carlin said. It's a it's, place it's for not your stuff. A, yeah. They're not. They're not like a blanket. It's not like a booby, you know. Where it's. It's not like a thing. Are that you sure? Comfort. I don't know. It might. It might I, not I be. Think it might be more than you're giving a credit for. It's. A, I don't it, know, it, it's a point. That it's a. Every one of those books is an experience connected to a particular point in your life. Well, it is, but by the same token. Um, the paperbacks versus hardback, right? So I would probably not have so much of a problem as I have in, in the past of uh, donating the paperbacks. The hardcover books, I would have a bit more of an issue. I think getting more real. Yeah. Now look. Now there are some books that I will go back to. You know, like the the classics. Uh, like if it's a hardback, really nice leather bound, got maybe got some gold gilding on it. Like uh, your Edgar Allan Poe's, um, right? Or things like something that's readers, old, particularly your, your yeah. condensed readers digest for. Yeah. Well, no, no. That I found in a bookstore. You know, like something right. that's maybe from the 1930s or the 1940s. Something that's that's that looks like a book, smells like a book, reads like a book, right? Something right. that I can go back to. I can it feels, read. Feels like it feels like a thing of consequence. Right. Like, so like those, a, I I would more or less keep. Yes, I, I would say. And really, in the days of Zoom now, I would recommend having a bookshelf full of books behind you. It makes you look smart. If uh, I'm jerking yeah. off topic a little bit, but I really think you should have like some type of a bookshelf backdrop for your Zoom meetings. Um, did you know they actually sell books by color? Do you know that's like part of the book selling segment? No. They they sell essentially they're real books, but they're essentially not to be read there for props. So you could order like you could order like twenty pounds of red books. Hmm. Isn't that an interesting segment? But <clears throat> I don't think I don't think you're hoarding. Let's go back over. That. I don't think you're hoarding. I think these are simply stuff things you bought let's face it even a paperback ain't cheap it's not like a it's not like a like a candy bar yeah 
it's it's a thing. It's it's a thing you spent time with. It's a thing that maybe imparted something on you. And and also let's face it, there's such a thing as goddamn bookshelves. And shelves, they beg books. You know? That's right. the, a book is the best thing to put on a bookshelf by far. I think you're just putting books on bookshelves that mean a little something more than nothing to you. No, I think I just, when I'm done, I put them on the bookshelf, and then I forget about them. You know, and then I'll walk yeah, well, by. Well, you actively forget about them. I'm talking, this is all passive kind of stuff. You know, Subconscious. Yeah, it's, it's like, uh, it's not like you walk past and you've fallen over. Oh, I remember when I read that Tom Clancy book, I was wearing my peach shirt, and I remember that. It's not, I, it's not like that. But, um, and not that you read Tom Clancy or wear peach shirts. I don't know why I did that, but... It's it's just a, it's a thing, you know. Unless it's a becomes a problem. Like how many bookshelves are we talking? You're not hiding. Oh no, I mean, it's I not. Like no. seventy-eight bookshelves or something. No, I, I no, I don't have a wall of bookshelves. You know, I mean, it's just you're not you're one, not sitting on books now with like a tower of books. Like no, it's in one room. Your head. No, no, okay. it's in one room. It's maybe I don't know what you would call them, but it's maybe like a a multimedia thing where you can put DVDs or books or anything. It's mostly oh, just filled normal. with books. That's picture normal. books. You're perfectly normal, Dion. Mm -hmm. as, as your therapist, there's nothing to worry about. But yeah, also it's just, it's those one paperbacks that kind of... And I did. I did toss a lot of paperbacks. Well, I shouldn't say I tossed them. Well, you, you, uh, passed them on. Yeah, I passed them on, you know, to somebody else. And that's what paperbacks are for. They're for being passed on. They're also... They're, they're almost uh, ephemera. Ephemera? Is that the word? Ephemeral. Ephemera? No, like no. Uh, the, the stuff that people, the hobby of collecting stuff that shouldn't be collected, that wasn't meant to be collected, like tickets, stubs, and stuff like that. And, and, and anyway, they're they're much more transient than a hardcover book. Let me ask you this. Did you ever leave a book sitting out where you knew it could be seen that you thought would impress the person that you were No, having? I usually don't do that. And if, if anything, they get accidentally left out. And if somebody walks in, oh, what a good time to have that book out. I, I didn't even think about that. Right. What, what, what is this? The history of BS, BDSM? That's a weird thing for you to have. At all, I'm sorry, Father. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Yes, I, I just leave some of that stuff laying around when the, when the folks come over for dinner. <laughs> when, the, when the church... When, when yeah, the just Padre casually comes over laying around. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, nah, I wouldn't worry about anything at all. But uh, you, you know what? You're asking me a question, and look, could I could I ask you a question that's been kind yep. of uh, it, it's a little scatological, but not really. It's etiquette, um, and and I think we're here to help each other now for the next uh, let's say half hour tops. Um, no, my twenty minutes. Okay, I'll hurry up. But um, so I was working in the yard. Um, this is the weekend before, not yesterday weekend, uh, the previous weekend. I'm working in a yard, and it's a weird combination of physical exertion and the day after my cheat meal, okay? And I have to suddenly, you know, visit the bathroom. Now, it's bright out, so I'm wearing a baseball hat, okay, like a, like the, with a visor. I kind of run, run, but not like, oh my God, run. Like I, I, I go upstairs. I come inside, I go upstairs to relieve myself and I, I enter the bathroom and the way my bathroom works is you pass the mirror over the vanity 
before you get to the throne. Okay. So I see myself and I'm wearing a hat and all of a sudden I take my hat off like it's very important. Without thinking about it, I take my hat off. And I and then I go about my business and I'm kind of chuckling like that's very funny. Like I had the I had this like the, 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 this I was compelled to take my hat off before doing my business. And then I, I finish and I wash up, I put myself together, I powder my nose, and I go to put my hat back on. And it doesn't feel right. And then I realize this is quite the conundrum because at what point does etiquette state you replace your hat? Didn't feel right to do it while still in the restroom. I carried it downstairs. I carried it out of the bathroom with me. Didn't feel right on the second floor. Um, went downstairs. Felt a little better, but didn't feel like I could put my hat back on after pooping until I was on my front porch yeah, ready weird. to face the world. What happened there, Dion? I, I, I don't know. It's, 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 a, it's a foreign subject with me. What happened there? So strange. But I, 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 do you have any, did I do right? Like, just a hat alone. Back in the day when, like, hats were worn by everybody, you know, it was, like, a tremendous hat culture, did people wear them inside? Like, back in, like, I Love Lucy days when everybody had a fedora. Did, 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 did Fred wear his inside? I can't remember. I don't know. This is going to bother me. I feel like I did it correctly, but I'm always astounded by how uptight I am about things. Hmm. Very interesting. No, so, I mean, you know, I get the same way. I just don't necessarily know if that's a situation that I would ever put myself in. Well, I, I didn't. Like, I, I was, uh, like, somehow, like, I... Uh, well, I guess I put myself in there, but not knowing. Like I, I was, just, I, I was like I said, chuckling that this meant so. Like I saw like a, a picture. I, I saw my reflection with my black baseball cap on, with no insignia because, and I was wearing it forward because I'm mm -hmm. not ten, you know. Um, and I was like, oh, that that must not, that this this cannot stand. This must stop. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here taking care of business with my freaking hat on. I'm not an animal. That's just wrong. You know, hmm. and then now that it's off, when does it go back on? Does it go back on after I wash my hands? Does it go back on after I after I take a nap on the floor? You know what it sounds like to me? It, 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 it sounds like proper etiquette uh, dictates that there should be a hook outside of the bathroom that you can hang your either your coat on. Which, outside of the bathroom. You shouldn't have a coat. You shouldn't have a coat if you walk into the bathroom anyways. But if perchance that you are wearing a a, a, a like garment. A, like, a, like, a summer, like a summer jacket. Yeah, like yeah. A, so, I mean, you have that. You, you can hang your coat. You can hang your hat outside of the bathroom. That way when you go in, you know, you don't come out, you know, with that. With that Dion, uh, you book hoarding. Genius. I'm a genius. You're a genius. I, think, I, think these I have out. a hook on the back of both my bathroom doors, but it's on the inside. Right, it's and that's where that. you see it's them. It's too goddamn late. 
Right. So those are, I would think, mainly just for towels or for robes. Bad robes. Yeah, right. I don't think it's really for, you know, hanging but what garments. You need is a hat rack. Yeah. You need that on the outside. So what you really need is you need that hook on the outside of the door. Number, it does two things. And that's one, how people know it's like an occupied sign. It knows that you're in there, number one. Two, oh, wow. it keeps any unnerving aromas that you could impart off your right off your uh, off your stuff off your person off of right. your right off of the things that go on your per Dion I'm 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 installing a couple of hooks I'm telling you that this is sometimes I don't know why we do these episodes until the very end and then I understand why and if you helped me sir I'm sure you helped at least one maybe two other people yeah, oh, there you go. About that many. I'm going to introduce the show real quick. Yep. Powered by Illusione Cigars at illusionecigars.com. This is the unofficial and unauthorized. Hmm, got a lot of saliva there for a second. Disillusione D program podcast. Thank you, Jen Persons, for tuning in. Make sure to subscribe to the Capitalist Radio portfolio of podcasts wherever. You're currently listening. Also, visit Kaplowitz.xyz. As always, I am Kaplowitz Media, and of course, with me is my co-host and good friend and yours, Dion Giolito, owner of Illusiones Cigars, Illusiones Cigars, deep in your mind. Warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Mm. Are you worried about getting demonetized if you don't put that up? Because we, don't even, we rarely even talk about cigars. I just like how it sounds to add some kind of disclaimer to things. It's like an aesthetic. Like it, it, it it's like oh he's he's doing that. It, it sounds it sounds too conforming. He's doing. It, it, it sounds like the man has finally gotten a hold of you. He's controlled your mind, and he makes you do that PSA. Look. I'm independent. I don't answer to anyone, Dion. You, you, you know, you know the deal. I'm my own guy. I'm a free spirit. I do things a little different out here, especially with my cigar reviews. Warning: cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes, especially there. And uh, I, I do take somewhat offense to you thinking that I've been somehow borged. You've been programmed. You've been programmed on the Deprogram podcast, so it's my job to deprogram you. Oh, this is interesting. Maybe we could have a series of Dion saves Cap from Cap. Save Cap from himself. Part one next week. Cap, why are you sitting on the floor that can't be comfortable? Uh, Why are you so institutionalized? full Full disclosure... I do go through periods of time where I sleep on the floor, but it's because my back sucks. And that, like when it gets to a certain level of sucking, that realigns my back a couple few nights on the floor. But I never enjoy it. I would I, never sign up for it. I think that's one of the, I used to do that, you know, a long time ago. I used to sleep on the floor to get rid of those back problems. I notice when I travel, and uh, particularly when I go to Nicaragua, the beds there are very firm. Very, very firm bed, like an extra firm bed. And I tell you what, I have problems here at home when I sleep. 
you know, the neck, the shoulder, maybe a couple of fingers go numb. I got to roll over. It's, it's this whole thing, right? I got to, I have to plan out my night, how I'm going to sleep. I go to Nicaragua. I sleep on this firm mattress, a bag of rocks, no issues whatsoever. So Dion, the answer is right in front of you, man. It is. Get a Japanese floor futon. No, nah, I'm not going to do that. I just sleep on the floor. But the thing, I'd like to get a new, I'd like to get a new mattress, right? Too, but it's not nearly as cool. No, oh, but you know, the wife. I mean, it's it, this is a good mattress for her. The one that we're on, it might be a little too soft for me, even though it's it's called a a plush firm mattress, which I don't get it. You know, plush means you sink down into it. Firm it, means it's it's yeah. try, you know it's like yeah, it's trying yeah. to satisfy both worlds of you know the right. wife and the and the husband. Well, that doesn't exactly work. For for me. And, and I bet you she weighs less than you. That's not Well, there fair. you go, right? So that's why they call it plush room. Oh, this is the perfect bed for me. I like plush. You like firm. Eh, you know. Right. It, uh, yeah, well, we, we got talked into that one. I mean, look, don't get me wrong. It's a very, very comfortable bed. Um, but if I sleep wrong one night, I pay for it for like a month. You should. Uh, why don't you do like, uh, I always think back to I Love Lucy in times like that. Why I have been trying. Two, why don't you do the two twin bed thing? For years, I have been trying. I'll be honest with you, like full, full, fullest disclosure possible. I prefer different rooms, let alone different beds. Yeah. When I do have the special lady friend, I, I, I like to have little meetups, if you know what I mean. But I like my own face and a, if, barring the ability to have my own room or separate rooms, I like the separate bed thing a lot. Haven't been able to ever really do it, but really kind of like on my bucket list. I have a strange bucket list. I want to. I, I want to. I want. I, I want to care deeply about this woman I'm with, but have a nightstand between us at all times. Right. Let's let's be personal, but you know, not too personal. Let's. Uh... Let's, let's let's reel it back a little. Right, bit. let's reel it back. Let's let's take these things in stages, you know. Let's maybe in 10, 15 years we can actually remove the nightstand in between us. But whoa, you know, whoa, whoa, stretch. whoa. I was thinking we were going to have like the go between of like just a shelf coming out of the wall for a decade. Like we'll get rid of the actual furniture that's on the floor, but we could replace hey, it. Hey, look, you can kill two ledge. birds with one stone here. You can you can put instead of a instead of a, a nightstand in between you, what you can do is you can put a folding <laughs> you can put a folding <laughs> ironing board <laughs> in between you two. And then when you're done you get up and it could flip up to the wall. If uh you got something that needs to be ironed, you know she can iron it. Or, or or the guy can. What would I say? It's not. What I say? I think I actually think that's what you said. One of you can iron it. Well, if she has something to iron, she can iron it. If you have something to iron it, oh, she can iron oh, it. Oh, 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 yeah. So what you're saying is to be clear, she got to iron some shit. Right. Okay. If she's got uh, something, I I heard or if you have something that needs ironing, she can iron it. There's always ironing to be done. Sometimes it's hers, sometimes it's yours, but it's always her doing it. I got to iron my own stuff. I, 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 I haven't I, ironed a shirt can't. in forever. I can't remember Certain, whose yeah. wedding it was or whose funeral it was the last time I had to iron a shirt. Well, look, you know I wear shirts with collars, right? So 
the collars have just got to be a certain way. Oh, look at the fancy guy shirts with collars and beds that aren't on floors. But look, if, look, if I'm going to wear a shirt with a collar. Sofa. I bet you have a sofa. Yeah, I got yeah, a love seat. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Maybe I have a, sh- maybe I have a chaise lounge. I love a chaise lounge. Connected in a sectional fashion. Like you, how it just like L's out. It just kicks out at the end yeah, of the it, uh, sectional. Right. It just it, it's like on the couch, on the couch, on the couch. I don't give a fuck. Come chill. Right. Love a chase. Love so it. what do you do if people come over? Like we don't have people come over, but say I don't have, instance, what do you, what do you like I have people come over. Well, no, no, but look, here's, here's the situation, right? <laughs> If you had one of those sectionals with the chaise, the chaise lounge that kicks out at the end of the sofa, okay, mm-hmm. and you got like three or four people that come over and say you're sitting down, you know, maybe you're enjoying a cocktail or whatever, is the chaise lounge portion of that sectional off limits? You know, I for someone, because everybody should be sitting up or would be sitting up, yeah, and all of a sudden, it, it, or would they say, oh, that's capside of the couch, and they just no, I think leave that, like, that for like, you? What, what I would do would be that would be where I would, like, lay a person's coat, maybe. Um, so it puts uh, it off limits to everyone. It, right, right. It, it, it let, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a, it, it's like police tape. Right, it takes the uncomfortableness out of the because, uncomfortable situation. Honestly, what kind of kinky goddamn party is this if I'm in a room full of people and one of us is reclining on a chaise lounge? Yeah, you're laying down, you're watching TV, everybody else is talking, you right, interject, well, oh, oh, yeah, that was funny, hold on. Yeah, like it, that, that's way too casual as compared to the other people. In the anybody other mind people. if I change the channel? Right, the other people are like, imagine going over somebody's house, hey, the game's on, you mind? Picks up the coat from the chaise lounge, throws on floor, and spreads out on it. I call chaise lounge. What kind of... uh... (laughs) Jump on on it right there. It's a new shotgun, now that nobody's going anywhere. No, I... I, Still, I, um, I, I think when I do go over people's houses, which I try to avoid almost as ardently as trying to avoid having people over... It's important that it bears absolutely no resemblance to some kind of a get-together where, like, everybody's car keys are put in a fishbowl. You've got to be a little uptight. You're there. Maybe you keep a jacket on. You, you know, maybe, maybe you keep looking at your watch, wondering if it's time to leave. You don't want to make people think you're going to be there a long time or that you're very comfortable. Because it's right. a little weird. So, like how okay, com- so... It's like a slippery slope. It's like, how comfortable are you? Are Didn't you wear... Weren't you wearing pants when you first came here? Yeah. You know? Like that. Like, a, like a crank up the AC if you have company over. So how, how long is too long? December. Or how, how short is how short or how long is too long? What's if the faux pas? To, if you have to start asking yourself that in real time, you have officially been there too long and you need to leave. Huh. How does that sound? I, That's I don't know. right off the top of my... It's like if you're shopping in an antique store and you have to ask how much that thing is, you can't afford it. You know, like that old adage... So if you can't afford, if you have to ask how much it is, you can't afford it. And if you have to ask if you've stayed too long, you've done did. Ah, but some people are a lot, you know, some people want, you know, like, like 
let's go to the early dawn, let's go into the morning, you know, and then there's uh, others that would be like, uh, you know, Very they're giving you the look, in my life. they're giving you the eye. Right, but there's been maybe a couple of times in my life where it, I, I've stayed on and on or have people stayed or have had people stay on and on, and it's always conversation. Like we get wrapped up in a like a very yeah, a very almost intense conversation. Yeah, well then it's amicable, right? Right. Then it's obvious. That's what I'm saying. Unless you stop talking and realize that the other person wasn't talking either. Yeah, or they're kind of looking around. It, you know, they're not paying attention. <laughs> they're not right. interjecting. They're, they're not, just occasionally repeating the last word of the sentence yeah. you just said. They're giving you one of these, huh? Oh yeah, yeah, huh? Yeah, 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 yeah totally. Yeah. Sounds yeah. sounds about right, huh? Yeah, I, I can see how. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Say, what time is it? Yeah. Yeah. No, really. What time is it? Do you have to get going? <laughs> oh no, we got time. Oh, okay. Yeah. So the, the I don't. You know, I'm I'm so either the wrong or the very right person to ask about etiquette surrounding having and being company. I always think. Think of it in terms of showbiz. Always leave them wanting more. Always leave them saying, oh, that was a nice evening. And now I'm home watching Jeopardy on time. Instead of, man, that lingered a little long. I don't think we need yeah, to hang out with them right. again. But maybe do you, do you by the, the same token. Thing? Do, you, do you do the couple thing? Do you have like couples that are friends of your couple, you and your wives, your wife's? Maybe, maybe like, maybe like one or two at the most. Never, maybe. I've never done that, and it and it leaves like a whole genre of uh, sitcom foreign to me because you know the sitcom plot where they have they're they're a married couple and they have friends that are a married couple and this stuff ultimately goes to shenanigans in some way, shape, or form. I've never been part of a couple that has had a friend that's a couple. I, I, that's foreign to me. I, I, I would say that you, you have dodged a bullet. Praise Allah. I'm not complaining. But it's, it's interesting. I mean, like I said, I've been around a while. And I've had, I mean, not to brag, but I've had maybe a couple of girlfriends um, and it's it's uh, not, never been a thing. I think I'm so antisocial that I could only be put up with by antisocial people. And so I was thinking about that this morning, right? If yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're one antisocial and say, like, you run into another that's antisocial, never met him before, and it's like, oh, yeah, crowds, yeah, I hate him, can't do that. Oh, you too, huh? Yeah. So do you think that you could hang out? with other people that are antisocial? I mean, you think you're going to talk to them because ultimately you're being antisocial, but you're being social at the same time discussing why you're antisocial. Oh, that is such a good and question. I've given that a lot of thought, actually. Yeah. It's like, how does that play out? It's like, it's like how, does the, how, did, how, how could there ever be an anarchist political party? Right. How can there be a meeting for misanthropes? Right. I can tell you one thing. I had a very good friend that was a misanthrope for quite a while, and we would hang out. 
not often, but more often than either of us would hang out with other people. But the hanging out was beautiful. The hanging out was we would get together, usually at a bar or a cigar lounge, and sit there and smoke and drink a beer. And it was like a kind of like a lateral form of hanging out. We were just like sharing space, and then we go, mm-hmm, and get up yep. and leave. Or like uh, dart your eyes around and get his attention go, hey. Yeah, give him that look, that. Like, like, look at that know, one over there. Like, you like, see like, that like, one? Wink, wink, you see that fucking idiot? And then you guys both snicker. Right. right. And then we take a sip of beer. And, <laughs> what and, a dummy. But but never, like, dude, so how's the wife? The kid's going, okay, you know, the kid, kids must be getting big, huh? Like, oh, it seems like we're going to be having some rain coming up here soon. I don't know if we're getting enough rain recently. I mean, yeah, don't pull out the pictures. It. Right, no, it, it was the most beautiful hang, you know. That like, it, it was it was really nice. So, I think you can do it, but it's like a different form of hanging out. Like like regular like normies wouldn't call it or recognize it hanging out. Does that make sense? Yeah, like, maybe like, you have maybe maybe you you two had like that spiritual bond. But if you throw a third person in there. If you throw a third person in there, then there becomes like this jealousy and angst because one or the other is going to start thinking that, oh, well, he's found a person that's more miserable than I am. He's going to start hanging out with that guy. Yeah. Then you so what start, are you doing? Why, why didn't you call? What were you doing last night? Were you hanging out with that guy? Yeah, were you hanging you see, out with that dude? See, see two, is, two is company. Three is... Three is a crowd. Thank you. And the right. crowd is you get politicking, you get... You, 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 you get like jockeying, you get, dare I God say, a culture. You get, right. and, and you're, 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 you're a shop owner, you're a cigar shop owner. I'm sure you've experienced this before. You got a good group of guys and then you got one that isn't and all of a sudden it ain't a good group of guys so much anymore. Oh yeah, there's always that one guy, you know, that comes in. It's like, uh, like uh, the turd in the punch bowl. The, the 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 rotten apple in the bushel. Yeah, everything's going good, and all of a sudden uh, that guy walks in, starts uh, saying his even, thing, and doing his thing. Even if everybody agrees, they hate that guy. It's Nobody wants changes, to tell him. It, well, it, but it still changes the the the, the vibe of the right. room. Right, and it's like the biggest not big secret at all because whenever that guy gets up and leaves, it's like, man, I, I, oh, that never, guy would never leave. Oh, oh you're God. telling me. But, but it turns it negative. Even after he leaves, it's still not yeah. good news because then everybody has to shit on him for the next. Yeah, morning. he yeah they yeah he leaves this trail of negativity and angst. That's why I stay home. You know, and then when the guy finally goes or moves away or does something or somebody, you know, somebody in, in within the group pisses him off, it's like, hey, have you seen such such? No, I haven't seen. Thank God, man. Oh, yeah. But you know, I was getting tired of making excuses and having to get out. It, it, it's a trail of tears. Yeah, that's all it is, and and it changes. It's a culture. No, two people could hang out well, and I I want to say two couples can because at a certain point it's like more like two people than four individuals. But I yeah, because no the two people are doing two different things, you know. So the uh, maybe like say if you're couples, you know, like if it's couples night or whatever, Ugh, somebody God, comes over to your night. place I, or I, vice versa. You know versa. how bad that sounded to me when you said that? So hear me out. So maybe the girls, they go off 
and they talk about their macrameing and their their crafting, and then the guys go out and, and, and they're the ironing. Back, and they have and they have a cigar, you know, maybe a a beer or something. So it's kind of like it, it's split between the two. And then you're right there, back in the the situation you want to be in. It's not sitting, you know, at at, at a, a communal table, you know, talking right. about the events of the day. It's like dudes are in in the back doing dude things. Chicks are in the front doing chick things. Right. That's like the that's like the best scenario. That's like the best of both worlds. It kind of is, depending on the dude. You don't want to get stuck with a dude. What What if the females get along really well, and your wife is like, "Oh my god, she's my best friend," but you don't oh, like yeah. dude, you don't like the dude that comes with right. the package. And you're like, "Oh, really? Oh, we really? gotta do this? Oh, I don't know, you know, god, right?" So he's got to be in like that circle of friends. Be talking about Bitcoin all afternoon, right? Oh, and you're just oh, yeah, it's, it's gritting and gnashing of teeth for. But you and love like, your yeah, wife. Really, I really hope a... this this chicken cooks up quick so we can get in there eating. They can get the hell out of here. Oh boy, you know. Oh God, the dinner the dinner is the worst because you can't just leave. Everybody's there to eat. It's it's not proper. Like if it's you you meal. And what's the okay? So what's yeah, what's the point of? Because you can't of... just leave. You can't right. leave before the chicken. You're a nut if you do. So look back in the old timey days, right? When you were when you were um, you know, done with dinner service, typically everybody at the table got up and went into the parlor for like brandy and cigars, right? But there are those like, old timey like are we talking like Victorian era? Yeah, or, well, I don't know. You know, maybe Victorian even later. It still happens today. But, you know, it's it's not a parlor, it's called a smoking room or maybe a basement I, I, or the outside. I love a par- I love a parlor. I love a parlor, and I love right. the parlor games that come with it, like charades and stuff like that. Like you get a little tipsy on the brandy, and let's yeah, oh well, yeah, that's that's taking oh, a little too far. That's oh being way goodness. too. That's that's a little too social for me. Okay. But anyway, so, but what is it? There's certain there's certain um, instances where it's just when you're done, and then the plates are in front of you. And the plates, are, you know, everybody's done, and but you know, there's still drinks on the table or whatever, and, and you just sit there for like an hour, two hours at the table. And My family used to do that. Uncomfortable. The chairs are uncomfortable. Your back locks up. Your 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 legs fall asleep. Your knees start. Whatever My, my ailment you have, it's like, hey, why don't we get up? Everybody take their plate to the kitchen. We set it down, and then we can go someplace a little more comfortable and my, carry on this conversation. So, 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 so my my satyrs uh, at my great uncle's house, my grunkle Leon's house in Brooklyn. Um, the women would be in the kitchen. They would hang out there. They would cook the meal. They would they would gossip there. The guys would be in the living room, and they would be watching the game. Okay, and then literally they would meet in the middle. All of us, we. And at, at the big-ass table, the big-ass dining room table that was between the kitchen and the living room. So far, so good, right? You know, you, 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 you get the service. You That's the old-timey way of doing things. Right, right. You get the service, you eat. But then we never made the transition back to gossiping in the kitchen or sitting Ugh. in front of the TV. Right. They would sit there halfway through the night drinking coffee. Yeah, hunched the over meal. the table. Hunched over the table, butts asleep. Ugh, the worst. Back cramping up. The worst. Numb legs. And I wanted nothing more because I was still a kid then. You want to be at the adult table. I couldn't hang. I could not hang. I, I would play my kid card and go in front of the TV. 
after a little bit of trying. Yeah, but when you're an adult, you have to stay. And then as the kid gets up and leaves, like, man, man, I wish I was that kid getting up to leave. Right, right. Go watch Bozo the Clown on TV. What you tell the other adults at the table is like, well, maybe next year he's not. he doesn't have it yet. You know, that kid's getting up to go watch Captain Kangaroo. I envy that kid. I got to sit here. Sit around at their table with their little cups and saucers, and they were older already, and they were from, like, the old world, the old country, and they would, like, they would, like, there would be whispers and stuff. Like, I don't know what, like, they were probably, like, communists or something, or maybe anarchists, I don't know. And, 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 and it was at my Grunkle Leon's house who owned, it, it ran kind of like a ham radio station that was conspiracy-driven. Like, uh, interesting dude, you know. But uh, it was, it took on like, it took on a very different feel. It was dark out already and it wasn't very well lit in the dining room. Yeah, just that know? one glowing bulb over swaying for some reason. Why is it swaying? There's no window open. Nobody knows. Or it, why is it swaying? It could be a fixture attached to uh, the roof, but maybe like one bulb is out. Maybe it's like a two-bulb fixture or a four-bulb fixture, but there's no, only it's, one it's, left. Uh, Uncle Leon did quite well for himself. He married up. This was, there was a chandelier. There was like a small chandelier. It was like oh. a McMansion chandelier over the table. But he kept all the lights in place, right? I, I mean, he he kept all the lights from you know he'd take the burned out lights and put in a new light. Yeah, or, or, yeah, I, I I would say so. They were a little uppity, you know, Garmin District Jews, not huh. like you know. And and, and anyway, so uh, uh, yeah, I haven't thought about that in a while though. And they would just sit there and talk, and I never fully grokked what they were talking about. Uh, I I don't know. It was very strange. I feel weird now. I feel shivery. I bet if you had the forward thought to go in there and re- and just put put a tape recorder under the table and listen to those conversations, now I bet you would just be fascinated. I bet it was a bunch of guys talking about their girlfriends while their wives were away. Well, that's terrible. I doubt it. Nah, my good Jews don't do that. It's not like we uh, were Italian. You could be talking about garlic. <laughs> Could be talking about garment yeah, stuff, you know. Not like we were Italian, right? Oh. No, um, could have been talking about garments and a couple of my families uh, plumbers. That was another thing. We had commercial fishermen. We had like a very blue-collar Jewish group because we always had like a little bit of gypsy influence. We weren't that's like great and lawyers. You know what I mean? Right. It, it could have been a real interesting situation. But um, like I cash said, business, yeah. all cash business. That's how I'd run it. If I had that little <laughs> gypsy streak running through my veins. Oh man, yeah, cash on a barrelhead. Yeah, that's what actually that mean? Gyp- I don't know what that that's means. A, that's on actually a the gypsy head. saying. The gypsies would sell product out of barrels. Cash on a barrelhead. Oh, just, so oh, I just okay. I just made that up. It doesn't I don't know. sound like that could be a thing. I thought I thought it would be like you walk into a place and you're like, okay. I want that coffee table. You take some money out of your pocket and you slam twenty bucks on the barrel head, and you go twenty bucks on the barrel head. It's in coins. There's nothing right. like slamming a handful of coins right. down on a on a wooden t- on a plank. Here's table. twenty bucks on the barrel head. I want that coffee table. And they're like, okay, calm down. Right. Well, that was pretty showy, fella. 
I mean, it's for hey, sale. Well, it's a barrel the price, head. It's not the price is clearly marked. You got the money, just take it. I don't know. What, what if it was thirty and he's putting twenty dollars on the barrel head? You know, maybe the barrel head. Once you get to the point of putting money on the barrel head, because so you know money talks, it's the money talks table. bullshit walks. So now you've taken the bullshit out of it. You slam the money down on the barrel head. Now it is time for serious negotiations because that guy that owns the place that owns that coffee table knows you that you're smash, serious about you buying. You smash your, your your rubles on the table, and you take a step back and you get your arms akimbo. Like your hands on your hips and you bust, you pop out your chest and you go, aha, 20 right now on cash on a barrel head. Or you right. can wait, and, 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 and what you're alluding to is, or you could wait for maybe, I don't know, five days before you get an offer of 30 or right now 20 cash. Yeah, you know, maybe, maybe the shopkeep is over there. He's got a pencil and a pad of paper. He's doing a little inventory. And he hears you slam down the twenty bucks on the barrel head, which gets his attention. And he lowers his he lowers his readers, looks over his readers, sees it, and goes, "Okay." And he knows. Well, I'm ten dollars into that table. Twenty is a very good right. problem. Maybe he's three dollars into the table. <laughs> Business is good. It's all gravy. It's it's all icing on the cake. Yeah, it's all icing on the cake. And uh, cake, it makes me think cake, let them eat bread. Sleep on the floor, it's cool. You know, let, let, uh, let, them eat, let them eat cake. There's no bread, let them eat cake. Sleep on the floor, don't worry, it's cool. Uh, but I got to get a hook installed on the outside door of my bathroom. Yep. Uh, yeah, I think we found a way to, to end the show. All right, then. I'm going to hit this button that says stop recording. Amazing. I, I didn't like that one. I didn't like that one.